3: In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Hello. Welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Woodinville Wine Cellars here in the heart of Woodinville. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, L.B. Duchess, and joining me today as guest host is Mayumi of Make It a Great Date.
1: Hello, everyone.
3: We have Jason Rendon from Seattle Wine Exchange.
1: Hello, everybody.
3: And shortly we're going to be having Fancy Frenchwood is going to be joining us. She got um, stuck in traffic coming all the way from Seattle.
2: It's crazy out there.
3: It is very crazy out there. It's a um, beautiful sunny day, and everybody gets into their car and decides that they're going to go somewhere. <laughs> so if they have a convertible, they're definitely on the road. There's just no doubt about it.
2: That's <laughs> what a, a Seattleites live for, this beautiful sun that's out there. I don't know, man.
3: There's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, when we see the sun, we go running. It's like yes. forget our jobs, forget everything. We want We want to go play in the sun. Today's show is brought to you by... Woodenville Wine Cellars. We are chatting five dating do's, actually it's six, sorry. Yes, it is. Six dating do's and don'ts. We're interviewing the um, Woodenville Wine Cellars winemaker, Sean. And we're going to be going over socially acceptable, unacceptable, and our savvy hints, as well as our main topics today. So um, we got some great news. We are now available, all 100 shows, on iTunes, so you can search us and find. Out what we have been talking about for the last two years. Woo-hoo! Yay! We're pretty, it took a while, but we're pretty happy. So. Congrats. We want to thank our listeners for helping us get there and um, helping share our show. Caloric Curve wine glasses. If you love wine but are also counting calories or following a special dietary regimen, you'll appreciate Caloric Curve. Their wine glasses are made, are handmade and etched in the United States, lead-free, and dishwasher-safe. So go ahead and indulge by the ounce. These wine glasses help measure consumption in 2-ounce increments, which makes it easy to calculate caloric intake with every sated sip. It's also a handy companion for Weight Watchers, smartphones, and iPad applications. Go to www.caloriccurve.com for more information. And don't forget to enter the code SAVVY15 for 15% off. They're very cool. I met uh, one of the ladies who started it, and she's absolutely adorable. Just, you know, somebody who started it at home.
2: It's the best part.
3: And I believe Sean is going to bring over, and he's going to introduce us to the very first white wine that we're going to be drinking. Yep, he looks at me. He's he's got it all set up over there, and we're I'm sitting here looking at him. <laughs> so, if you haven't ever been, I, I know a lot of people who ventured out into Woodinville. Uh, there's the the Determined the, the places that everybody goes to when they're going to go wine tasting. You've got over there by Chateau Saint-Michel. You've got the Warehouse Wine District. You've got a lot of different places, but Woodenville Wine Cellars is kind of tucked back here in the corner. It's right off of Little Bear Creek. They have a great little place you can sit outside, a fantastic tasting room inside, fun staff. Um, they've also had some amazing success with the, their wines at the Wine Awards this year. So we're going to have um, Sean tell us a little bit about this white that we get to try today.
4: Hi, thank you. Um, thanks for coming today. Uh, we're showing today two wines that um, I kind of call the bookends of our portfolio here. So the first one uh, we do here has been near and dear to our hearts since we started this winery in 2002. Um, Sylvia and Blanc, my favorite white grape varietal. Um, we got uh, about an acre and a half of land uh, we don't own, but we have uh, contracted with for a long time now on Red Mountain called Arts Vineyard, which usually makes up about 80% of this wine, and then uh, 20% of it is from the Stillwater Creek Vineyard. Um, two completely different styles of uh, Sauvignon Blanc put together—they make this wonderful, crisp, summery.
3: It is. It's wine. very. It reminds me very much of just the summer. I remember when I tasted it um, with tasting your wines at Passport. That was one of the things I really loved. It was like it wasn't as sunny out, and so it was. It tastes like sunshine to me.
4: And luckily, it's sunny out. So yeah. Like it, it. So
3: it's really accenting it today. I'm sitting here basking in the sun, drinking wine. At, does it get any better?
4: <laughs> and there's no oak uh, on this wine at all. It's just all about the literally the flavor of this wine, uh, these grapes turned into wine. Um, wow. It sounds simple to say it that way, but it's really the outcome of this wine with a small amount of filtration and then bottles.
2: I love that. It definitely has very good hints of uh, pineapple and citrus. That's what he talks about on his uh is a hint cards and a lot of times people write wineries they'll put hey it tastes like blackberry and all this you really do get the nice hints of a nice uh del monte pineapple and a hot day like today
3: oh it's it's lovely
4: yeah the red mountain uh tends to be one of the warmer areas for washington for Mm -hmm. growing and so Sauvignon Blanc there tends to be pretty rich full of tropical fruit tones and I like to balance that out with some uh, fruit from another vineyard, in this case Stillwater Creek, which has more of like a citrus and grapefruit quality to it. So it's always been something that I like to balance them out, but together they make a great combo.
3: Well, I'm excited. This is absolutely delicious, and I'm uh, looking forward to our interview here in just a little bit. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. We started um, a couple of new segments on the show, and we've done, as the show has progressed, we started out with a socially acceptable and unacceptable. We moved on to the socially savvy hints. Um, This week, I started a new segment because we get a lot of feedback. People have stories. They're like, you know, you should talk about this, or, you know, this is what's happening. So I started a new one called socially savvy or unsavvy. And so, listeners, the whole hope is that you'll get on our pages and let us know what your feedback is, but you know, for everybody who's here, we're going to be chatting a little bit about it ourselves. So um, we're going to be addressing usually things that have hit the media, and today, one of the things that hit the media was due to a Cheerios commercial,
2: oh, Lord, and yes. I
3: don't know if everybody heard about this. Um, very cute commercial. Uh the first time I went to YouTube to watch it, after they brought it up, it was uh, I was actually watching The View, and Whoopi brought it up. And I knew there was something, because of the way she was presenting it. I knew there had to be something wrong with this commercial. And I watched it, and I couldn't figure it out. So this little girl is standing in the kitchen, and her mom is sitting at the table. And she says... Mom, I, I think she says, Daddy or somebody told me that Cheerios are, are healthy for your heart. Cereal good for your heart. She goes, well, it can help with cholesterol. So, yeah, you could say that it's good for your heart. And the next scene, you see Daddy, who's asleep on the couch, and he's got Cheerios that have been poured onto his chest. Now, hearing the commercial presented that way, you wouldn't think anything of it.
2: Nope.
3: Knowing now what I'm going to tell you, you probably still wouldn't think anything of it. The little girl is mixed. The mother is white and the father is black. And so somewhere in the presentation of intermarital or interracial marriage, our country has decided that there are still a lot of issues out there. And they oh, felt yeah. they felt the need to, to make comments on the YouTube on the Cheerio. And it got so bad that they had to shut off all the comments on on the Cheerios. That's crazy. So um, my thing is, wow. is, I think it's totally unsavvy. I don't care. I don't care if you personally wouldn't want to. I'm going to use myself an example. Um, if you wouldn't want to marry a Mexican, maybe you don't like Mexicans. Maybe we smell funny. Maybe we act funny. Maybe you think that our, our hair stands up on it. I don't care. You don't need to have an opinion about that. It's not acceptable. It's socially unsavvy to be talking about something that doesn't have anything to do with you. I agree. Um, so, it, 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 yeah, it kind of blew me away.
2: And they've done it repeatedly. Even King 5, they did their interview with the person and they, you know, the advertising, and they had to turn off their comments as well.
3: Yeah, it, it's, our nation is getting to the point where we have gotten so bad about uh, posting negative comments thinking that we have a right to.
2: Doesn't it also go along with the Internet? I mean, having owned a restaurant and having negative reviews, it becomes anonymous. Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to say, you can't have anonymous. We need to do an email track back. So that way if you sign up, you have to be a Bob or a Mary, and it goes back to a real address. It's the uh, anonymous portion of it that, you know, you've been on Yelp and millions of times. How many times have you seen a post that, about a restaurant or a service, whatever, and you're like, that can't possibly be true. It's that anonymity. is that hey. We well, can I think most people,
3: yeah, they they don't want to take responsibility for what they're doing. And I think as a right. nation, we need to be held accountable for everything we do. We make mistakes. That's being human. But to True. not own up to them or to cause problems just because you have nothing else to do or maybe your life <laughs> sucks. Not <laughs> my is issue. This a,
1: a 21st century too. So we have. You know, I think that Cheerios was making a point that, hey, you know what, we all should love each other. They support interracial marriages or, you know, uh, younger guy, older woman, vice versa. You know, so it's just um, kind of advertising. I think that it hasn't been shown very often. Well, apparently this I hope they don't pull it.
3: No, they did not pull the commercial. This was, according to Whoopi Goldberg, this was, in fact, the very first mainstream interracial mm-hmm. couple commercial. Mm-hmm. And the very end of it, um, you know how Cheerios is spelled. They um, this, they use the same font and it said love. So you knew if if you have brain one in your head, even if it's the size of a P for God's sake, you knew what the commercial was going right. after. The fact that people decided to make this an issue just goes to show that there's still a lot of people full of hate and they're, they're going to die miserable. That's their problem. And they don't need to make it they everybody They will never
2: else's. admit it. They will never admit it. Nope.
3: So socially... Unsavvy. I don't even think it's really a question, but I thought I'd start off with that one. (laughs) Wow. Today we have Miyumi from Make It a Great Date. She's going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of dating. Thank
1: you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I always love coming here. Beautiful winery, amazing wine, um, great people here. So thank you for having me on your show. Um, So the do's and don'ts. I know that this is just going to be a reminder for everyone out there. Um, I think that every now and again we need to be reminded since we are in the dating era. um, People are wanting to go out and date. Um, I think that a lot of these things you can actually um, utilize to just even for business for going out with girlfriends, and so I'm going to go with the the don'ts first because I'll end on a positive.
3: Okay. Um, You know what? I want to start off with the definition of date. I know we did this last time. Perfect. Um, Because I think you have to have the right context. Date is go out with, take out, go around with, be involved with, see, go steady with, date, woo, and court. So when you look at the definition of those types of uh, of that particular word, the do's and don'ts should fall into place. It shouldn't be ha- something that we have to think about. And this, is, you know, the dating goes whether you're married or not. Absolutely. Because once you get married, you need to go into hyperdrive and, and dating yeah. because you really have to make that time for each other because now you've got this assumption, oh, yeah, I've got them, not a big deal. Oh uh, No.
1: Absolutely. I mean, okay. you should always date even if you're in a relationship or date you're married. for the married. rest of your life. <laughs> exactly. I agree. Um, so the don't. So li- just listen along and, and you're going to be like, wow, this is like I've always thought about this. Don't be the only talker, learn to listen. So don't have the conversation be one-sided. I know sometimes it is a lot of fun listening to our voices and listening to ourselves, but sometimes it's really nice if you want to gather information and you want that other person to know that you're interested in them to just be quiet and listen to them. Don't overbear or don't take over the conversation.
3: Um, My favorite reminder of that, came from the movie Burlesque, when Christina Aguilera looks at Sherry and goes, don't you ever get sat tired of the sound of your own voice? <laughs> I
0: love that. That one,
3: yeah. I, I started to think about that a lot, and I was like, I do get tired of the sound of my own voice. I love
1: that. Or I love when people, uh, when I'm at a you know networking event or what have you, and somebody's talking, I'm like, you know, I always think, oh, well, enough about me talking about me. What do you think about me? You Something. know, it's you kind know, of like that person that talks about themselves, and then they ask you what you think about them. Yeah. So sometimes the not best thing is just to be quiet and just listen to that other person. I know that when you're dating that, or you go on a first date, you kind of want to preface your last relationship or, you know, just maybe hint and give some ideas of why maybe that relationship is not still around. Don't talk about an ex. Um, this is, conversation can be brought up later on, much later. We want the relationship to start off on a positive note and just blossom. And if you're angry about your ex, which is the reason why a lot of men and women will talk about their exes on a first date or even on a second or third date, that means that you're still pining over that person. And so it'll show the person that you're in front of, hey, I still am going to talk about this person. Even though it's negatively, it's not. It turns the other person off, and you don't want to dominate the conversation with talking about an ex.
3: Well, I think a lot of people don't realize, even, I mean, take dating out of it. Even as a girlfriend, the last thing you wanted to hear is your friend drone on and on and on and on. And on about, it's like, okay, how long ago did you break up? Right. Right, move, it's the healthiest thing. Move on yourself. It's not so much about right. driving everybody crazy, which you're going to do if you keep talking about them. But move on yourself so that you can be healthy. You can exactly.
1: be exactly. And also talking about your ex, I mean, that means that you know you might need to work on something so that you can get that person out of your life or out of your thoughts, so that you can move forward. Yep. Um. So another thing is, it kind of goes back to the the same one as the first one's listening, but this one is. Don't just talk about yourself um, in a way that you want that other person. Don't brag. Don't throw out numbers, how much money you make, um, what you've done in a bragging. I got my Benz out front. Yes, (laughs) I got my Benz out front. Um, I make uh, six figures. Blah blah blah. People don't want to hear about bragging. Now, accomplishments are a lot different. If you want to talk about what you do for a career or any you know, volunteer work you're doing or, you know, things that aren't bragging or boasting or being cocky, great. But let's let's get the first few dates out of the way in regards to understanding that person that you're with to, to see if you want to continue to date that person.
2: You know, another friend of ours that was a co-host, she had a great suggestion. She's like, tell me about your job. Some Tell me something about your job that you enjoy instead of what do you do. Yeah, not that what really you do, cool. what do you like. What exactly. Do you like about your
1: life? Exactly. This is a really important thing, and and I get this because I'm not going to lie. I have done this before in the past, so I'm going to give a suggestion on what to do, but don't have your phone out on the table, yeah, even if we it's on vibrate or silent. Yeah, we've been talking about this quite a bit over the last few shows. Oh, it is so shows. rude. Yeah. If you're going to go on a date with a person for the first time, second time, third time, You know, have the common courtesy to to let that person know that you're willing to leave your phone in your pocket or your purse for one hour if you feel that you have to check your phone because you have children at home and you just want to make sure, excuse yourself from the table and go make a phone call in the bathroom. Check out to check in. Exactly. So it's so rude, even if you have it on silent, okay? Sometimes Uh, for,
2: I was told this because we talked about this feedback that I got was, uh, one of the mothers that was listening said that if you really have to be in charge for your kid, have a method where the phone doesn't stop ringing. So it's like, okay, you can fill in your pocket, put on silent. Put on silent. Oh, i got to get this because it's now been ringing for a couple it's of minutes. Right, it's, exactly. They call, yeah, they Do it. have a plan?
1: Or how about this, too? You know, I just thought um, it's just communicating with the person. He or she knows that you have children. So say, hey, you right. know what? In about 15, 30 minutes, I'm going to check my phone just to make sure – None, my kids haven't, you know, called or texted me. Kind of a question? Yes.
2: So I'm married, obviously. So this is a question for my friends who are single. Yes. When
1: is it a good time to say you have children? In the beginning. First date? Absolutely. Date? First date. They need to know. That's something yeah. that's really important. And before, they get, the uh, before they get attached
3: or think that they may get attached, because if they're not in a position to want to, it may not be that they don't not like children, but it can be some people just aren't in a position that they can deal with children. This right. is a
2: serious question that somebody did ask me the last time we had a dating show was about that. They're like, well, what if I don't know? You know, Why do I expose everything about me? How about we just do a little bit? And I same question is like, well, I would want to know, because if I was single – I want to know if you had children, if you're interested in children, or do you have children? Are they grown? You know, what if you have a child who's 21, you know,
1: I agree. especially I think, at our age? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important to disclose that even if they're not living at home, I think it's important for that person to know. And it's a part of your life. I mean, that's a very yeah. important part of your life. So I think that's important for them to know right away. Um, don't ever pressure anyone for sex, not even a kiss. <laughs> you want to carefully oh, watch the other person's body language. And if it isn't saying that I'm receptive, then you need to watch yourself. And I think that's so important. I think people try to move into that portion of the relationship on the first date. And again, my philosophy is let's go back to basics. Let's go back to courting, like LB said, what the meaning of dating means. Courting, you know, um, flirting, uh, and not just going straight for a home run on the first date. I think that's a don't. And then the last well, note. Oh, you know what? Ahead. One of the things
3: that I love about that is you know, I love the whole home run thought process. Here's one way of thinking about it. How many people step up to bat the very first time they pick up a baseball and hit a home run?
1: Absolutely.
3: If you don't have the skill and the talent to manage the home run, don't even try it. Yep. Most people have to take a lot of time of practicing, batting practice, all that before they ever get a home run. Why would we think that even this simile to that would be any different? You need to be put the time in, and it needs to be something that is a natural progression, not something that you've just you're not some super stud or a stud at that's going to exactly. walk up to the plate and, and think that they're entitled to that. Exactly. I think that a
2: lot of times for, and I'll speak from a man's point of view. Having talked to a lot of guy friends, you know they want to. They want to get to that point and get it. I hate to say this, get it over with. It's like I always tell them: is they got to get over that. The journey. I agree, and I think that comes with passion. I think a lot of times people are so busy that they don't have the time to court. You don't have have any choice. That's the
3: thing I think people need to realize: you don't have a
2: choice. Some don't though
3: then I guess they're gonna go with that. Yeah, because they're busy. They're right. a busy,
2: you know, software Well, But listen this if you're busy to live
1: life, then you're too busy to be in a relationship well, and and know, know, we've that. got to go back to the basics. You know, there's a reason why fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. Oh yeah. And oh, and yeah. I think that we're in a hurried society where everything yeah. is hurried work. You know, my kids have never picked up a dictionary. They don't yeah. know how to research and be patient. It's just like bam Wikipedia on their phone. We've got to slow down and and in order to create a society where we're moving forward with keeping marriages together and relationships together it's not working to have the sex or the kissing on the first date we need to go back to the basics the the, be, the leave it to beaver um family well and if something cleavers. if
3: something like you know if there is an instantaneous um attraction if, if there is that you know i mean again it becomes very very obvious there's there's a difference and but there again it's very rare that you have that happen. So trying to rush into something like that, you, I don't know about you, but the last time I tried to rush into something, I ended up on my face because I, I, you don't know what you're doing. That's when you end up looking clumsy and stupid. Why do you want to take that risk?
2: See, society right now is instant gratification, yes. instant answer. We, yeah. We've actually have taken a course at work, too, because we have people who are graduating from MIT coming to where I work, and they're like, hey, you know, I can do this because I can get it on my phone. It's like, right. well, that's nice, but you're still a junior staff member. You're not able to do what we're supposed to do as senior staff. And that I think that translates into now our relationships where they go on a date. They're like, oh, we had dinner. We had chat. Hey, let's go to bed. It's like, well, wait a minute. Back up a little right. bit. You know, what happened to, you know, I love kissing my wife. It's just that passion. It's that slowdown. Forget about life outside in the world. It's just me and her. Yep, That's the exactly. Thing comes into that. And exactly. the fact of
3: the matter is there really is a lot more to do in life than sex. Although it can be very fun. I'm not arguing that, but there is so much more to love. Like, yes.
2: like, like, like drinking wine. Like drinking wine. Like always
1: drinking wine. Eating food. And then the, the last don't is if you do want a second date, don't wait too long to call for a second date. You know, I... You know I'm older I'm in my mid 40s and I just recently got married and I am so happy thank you (laughs) but I didn't play that game after I went on my first date with my husband um, you know my girlfriend's like oh you gotta wait three days and my husband's friends like dude you gotta wait you know four days and don't text her don't call her and you know what I I do feel like you got to go with your gut And I had a fabulous evening, and I called him the next morning, and I didn't text him. Um, You know, I'm old-fashioned. I want to talk to that person. I don't want to text or email or, you know, send a Snapchat. I want to talk to him. So I picked up the phone and thanked him for an awesome evening. And, you know, I I feel like you have to go with your gut. Um, If your gut tells you to text that person, then okay, great. But then if that person calls you back because they're a talker and not a texter, then answer the phone and say, hey, great, I'm glad you called. Um, and then move on with the conversation. That, tra-
2: that uh, transfers over into business relationships, friendships. Absolutely. I know I, I thank Fancy and, and thank LB and thank everybody to say, hey, what a great time we Absolutely. had. Absolutely. It's important to let people know that the stuff that yeah, I think a lot of times, correct me if I'm wrong, LB, is a lot of times people don't say, hey, thank you for your help. They don't do that.
3: Well, I think a lot of times people don't. Again, it goes back to being in a big, huge rush. We don't yep. breathe. I mean, do you do you even know what the sound of your own heartbeat is? Do you, exactly. do you know? Do you know the rhythm of your breathing? Do you know? You, hell, do you even know your blood pressure? I
4: mean, there comes right. a point
3: where you if, if you want to connect with somebody, you have to connect with yourself, and that usually means taking a deep breath and stepping back and seeing where you're going, where you want to go, so that you can communicate that with somebody else.
1: Absolutely. If no. you're
3: in a rush, you, you can't communicate anything.
1: There has to be areas in our life where we slow down a little bit, and relationships oh, yeah. with your spouse, your new guy you're dating, or girl, your children. There's certain things that you just can't compromise on. Your
3: friends. I always that. like to think of it this way: how yeah. well, and how effective are you at communicating when you're doing um, a dash, like yeah. a like a, a, a 3K? Exactly. You, can, you can't. You can't. You you literally, it's physiologically, it's not going to function. So,
2: I agree. A lot yeah. of times with slowing down is also, I've learned, this is kind of hard for me, you know, to do, is not take it so personally. You know, there's, I, I love my friends, and sometimes, you know, you, you not fall out of contact, but like, <clears throat> I use LB as an example. She's very busy expressing this last couple of months, and it's like, she hasn't called. Did I do something wrong? What did I do? No, no, right. calm down. It isn't personal. It's something she's doing. And that sometimes, if guys, if the girl doesn't call you right away, don't take it personally. Maybe right. she's got a busy workload. Maybe but you know what? If
1: she doesn't call, then call her. True that. It's not a game. You know, let's just go no. with, with our gut and what you're feeling. Okay, LB, can I go with the do's? The um, do's are always fun.
3: You can go with the do's, but let me start with Kind Bars, Kind Healthy Snacks, a brand of all-natural food made from ingredients you can see and pronounce. Find them at your local grocery stores or at www.kindsnacks.com.
1: Great. There's good stuff. They're delicious. Okay, mm-hmm. so the do's. You know what? for everyone. You know, you're going on a date, you're making an effort to get dressed up, you know, you're taking time out of your afternoon happy hour or evening. Plan the date, please. Um, <laughs> put some thought into it so that it is special for both of you guys because you never know that person that you're going on a date. We could be your next wife or husband and it was for me. So, you know, it's important. I uh, Going back to our first date really quickly is that You know, he had asked me open-ended questions prior to going out on things that I like to do or things that I would like to do in the future. And so we actually went to a gun range because I'd never gone, and it was fabulous, and then we went to Black Bottle and had dinner. Oh, I love that. I love Black Bottle. I do, too. It was awesome. My first time there. Mm. I'm in the process
3: of putting together a list of um, fantastic first date I've got some really really cool things. So we're, I was going to talk with you a little bit. We're going to be
1: doing an event here shortly. And that's a great place. That's some too. very fun, fun awesome. place. Those first
2: dates also work for couples, by the way.
1: Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And plan it. Put some planner thought into it. Um, call, email, or text. Do please call, email, or text the day of the date to confirm the time and location. If you call or email or text the day after, you want to thank them again. Like I said previously, for having a nice date. Whether the date was good or just a great experience or just you got one hour to meet a new person, it is respectful to let that person know that you had a good time. Um, Karma comes back. And so if you do the right thing every time, you're going to get good stuff in the end. That person might not be the person that you want to date again, but that person could have been put into your life for an hour so that... You know, you, you can experience um, whether the conversation you had, what direction it went into, or that person might know somebody that you might know. It's a good relationship. There's, It's never a waste of time to meet with people and have a conversation. Oh,
3: I totally agree with that. And, I mean, how many times have you gone on a date and then two years later been out with your best friend and, and they call you, and you've got to meet us, I met this great person, and there's that, yep, date. that <laughs> yep, And while the fit was not good for you, you know, she's happy, he's happy <laughs> – yeah. And, now he's, and, and now he's in your life. And now he's <laughs> in your life. So you, you, you kind of... Yep,
2: yep.
3: <laughs> that happens for a reason, being. Uh, That's so great. I believe that, too.
2: Especially Yeah, We're a small town. Oh, yeah. It's funny when I heard a girlfriend. She's like, I met this guy. He's real, blah, blah, blah. He did this and all that. And I'm like, his name wouldn't
1: be so-and-so, would you? How'd you know? Yeah. yeah. We're very <laughs> small. We're very small. Um, be on time. You know, it's important to be on time. That shows that you respect... That person,
2: true. Um,
1: and you won't get a second chance to make a first impression, and that's no, so no, true.
3: No diva, um, fashionably, fashionably late. late. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, not a fan
2: myself. What happens if you traffic today? Well, it's
3: like we have our we have What's one of our hosts to, that we don't even know she's going to make it because traffic was so bad. But what,
1: what
2: did she do? Communicated,
3: she, she communicated.
1: She communicated. I personally would call that person, but you know some people prefer to text. So you know that person's going to be at home again, It's all about communication, so prior to the date when you're planning it, hey, I'm coming from Seattle, and then I know we're meeting in federal way, so there might be a little bit traffic, so if I'm late, how would you like me to communicate that to you? Do you want me to call you or text you right It's all about communication' well, it's like on. I have to laugh
3: right now. My husband okay. is communicating with me, and I'm like, "Okay, two years, and I'm in the middle of a show I'm so tempted I was so tempted to answer the phone and go hello, on air. <laughs> I think he might kill me. He's he's probably listening to the show. He's just really good. Yeah, he's really good at communicating. He's better at communicating than I am. Or That's good. I should say he he initiates the communication um, much faster than I will.
1: So he asks you open-ended questions as so that you will respond accordingly. Oh, he'll badger yeah. until I start talking. Yeah. It's perfect. not always it's not always open ended questions, it's just you will communicate. That's good. I don't want to right now, but you're going to. Fine. <laughs> that's the way that's why you have been married for over 25 years.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, actually we've been married for 20 it'll be 24 in so September, 24. but but together for 27.
1: That's amazing. Is
3: it, that commercial where the where awesome. the um one guy sitting with the little kids and they're talking about infinity? And, and infinity plus one, infinity times infinity, and he goes, poof. There goes your brain exploding. That's how I feel sometimes. <laughs>
1: 20,
3: 27 years together, poof. That's
1: awesome. I'm 10. You guys people are one. You guys are one. Okay, listen. I know that sounds easy to people to just listen when you're sitting on a blind date or a date. Um, it's not. So many people complain that the other person does not listen to what they're saying. It's important. I can't say that I don't do that very often because my I'm like squirrel and you know I'll look at somebody's shoes as they're walking by. I love that by. squirrel. Um, but it's important. You know, you're there. It's one hour or more. Listen to that person. I want to I want to make a comment about listening. Listening doesn't
3: necessarily mean you sitting there silently. Absolutely. <laughs> listening requires some participation. If you're hearing words come out and they're not registering between the two ears, then you need to be gracious in a way and way and ask the question. Say, okay, is this what you mean? Or right. was this what you thought you were going to say? Or, or do you realize this is how this is coming across? Listening is an interactive skill. It's not uh, yeah. sitting there being a bump on a log.
2: If the other it person's is. doing like, because <gasps> they want to talk, but you, you know... <gasps> Because right. I'm
3: constantly going to cut you off because I'm not going right. to give you a chance. It
1: drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it drives me crazy, too. But, you know, I think it's important, like like LB says, to acknowledge, too. You know, you you want them to know that you're understanding where the conversation is going. It's so important. Yep. And then this goes, it segues, LB, into the next thing. It's just ask questions, you Oh, my know? gosh. Okay, we have
3: four callers. Oh, we have four callers. All right, four I'm going to try to take callers. We love callers. This is L.B. Duchess. You're calling into Socially Savvy Live. Where are you calling from?
2: I'm calling from uh, Texas.
3: From Texas? Yes. Wow. What well, what question or what comment do you yeah. have for us? Oh, wow.
4: <laughs> I actually have a question. Okay. Uh, whenever
2: I go on dates, is it okay, like, if we go to the movie or something, like, if I cut a hole in the popcorn and I, you know, put it in there and let her just, like, find it on her own? Is that okay to or no?
3: If you cut a hole in the popcorn?
2: Yeah, and I put my penis in there at the bottom.
3: One of the and listeners is saying no.
2: <laughs>
3: One of the girls back here is saying no. <laughs>
2: what would you guys do to on that? Like if you found that?
3: I think I mean and me you might want to be able to answer this a little bit better than me. Um I know like my husband is a, a practical joker. He jokes about everything. Um, I think when it comes to the goofy little humors like that, you kind of have to wait till like maybe the fourth or fifth date until they get a, a feel for your, your personality.
1: I would say that. I would say that when you're going on a first date, too, um, you probably don't want to go to the movies. That's not going to be um, the place where you're going to actually get an opportunity to communicate with that person and kind of and, and know what type of person they are. You want to be um, in an environment where you can actually talk freely. Thank you. I hope that helped.
2: <laughs> I couldn't hear what she said.
1: Oh no.
3: Okay. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna actually try to adjust that. Basically, she was saying, um, for a first date, probably not a movie is the best thing. And if you're t- for the comedy part of it, um, give him a, a couple of dates to get to know you.
4: Uh. Well. What happens if I
2: like I'm horny and I want it now?
3: If you're 40 and you want it now and you go into it with that oh, thought process, no. it's probably no, going to no, be no, tricky. No,
2: no. Not forty one not forty one horny.
3: No, I know. Forty.
2: No, no. Horny.
3: Oh, horny. Well if it's if it's the issue of being horny, then I would suggest you probably aren't looking to go on a date. You're probably just looking for a fun friend.
2: Isn't that what dates are for? I'm sorry? Isn't
4: that what dates are for?
3: Um it can be. It can be. Thank you for calling in. We're gonna take our next caller. Oh, nope, there we go. I'm trying to catch the next caller. Hello, this is L.B. Duchess with the most socially savvy you're calling in live from. Hello? Hello, hello. I think we lost our caller. They were very patient with us, and we couldn't quite get to them. Shoot, that is so funny. Okay, so well, feel free to call in. Well, and we've got to work on this because I think the listeners are having a hard time hearing you with mics. And I haven't figured out exactly what is going on with this. Um, So anybody who is listening, if you are having a hard time hearing the guest speakers and stuff, uh, we are going to be working on that to try to streamline that this week. Uh, our listenership has quadrupled. We hit iTunes, and now we're literally national. So we're pretty excited about that. just means that we have to step the pace up a little bit. That's
1: right. That's right.
3: And we have Fancy here. Yay, (laughs) she made it. (laughs) No, it's quite all right. It's quite all right. I know, traffic and life can be a little tricky sometimes. So
1: So I have a last quote that I just wanted to say, and then Francie can... We can get her all going and stuff. You know, there's an old saying, right? Treat others the way you'd like to be treated. So I say treat your date how you'd like to be treated. Finding your true love demands your best effort at all times. Very important. Best effort at all times.
3: Well, it's like that last listener was saying. I mean, I'm not sure if he was trying to be funny. And, And if he wasn't trying to be funny and he was getting straight to the point, I mean, there's a lot to be said for that um there there are i th- i think a lot of people get confused with the terminology of dating it's it's one thing to go out and if your intention is just that you want to go out and have a good time. I think you need to be really forward about that. In in this day and age, there are a lot of people out there who they do they just want to go out and have a good time. A fun um, friend, and, I
1: like that. Well, you, said, and you know yep. what
3: they say? Well, in in college they call them you know friends with benefits. Um, yeah. And you know that whole genre is you know that's the movement of this generation where the sixties and the whole free love thing that was their movement in their generation. Um, there are a lot of ways that you can be your fun and playful self, and if you are not looking for a long-term relationship, it is totally okay to say, "Hey, I'm just looking for some fun." Right. If you're looking for some fun, I've been to the doctor, everything's good, you know, check, check. Let's go have some fun. But don't pretend that you're looking for more, and, and then try to rush it because you're going to create too much confusion. Well, what yeah, I was agree.
2: Saying, was, you know, well, you know, come, me come across as funny. Don't do tricks. Don't, don't State your purpose. I, mean, I agree. you'll never know. You'll be surprised. There are some women out there who are kind of like, oh, thank God you asked me. I've been wanting to, you know, so-and-so. Yeah. Don't be sneaky because when you get sneaky, then you lose respect. And if you lose respect, that's the end of the ballgame. Well,
3: and people's different types of of comedy can be confusing until they get to know you. I mean, it's like when very we good. watch English yeah. humor, it can be very, come across very dry. There are some people whose sense of humor comes across, and I can't tell if they're joking half the time. Right. So I'm just sitting there with that fake smile on my face going, ah. Yeah, and, and inside I'm going, okay, you know, if I knew you and you were saying this, I probably wouldn't, I'd, I'd be telling you right now that you're hurting my feelings or I don't find this funny. I think it takes a little bit of time. If you do have a tendency to have a, a, an eccentric humor or an excessive humor, give people a little bit of time to warm up to you. Right.
2: It's okay to say that on your profile, too. You know? I think Absolutely. so, too.
3: I think the more information you put out on profile, uh, that's genuine. Right. Stop trying to be, you know, dashing, handsome, 6 foot 4, can go all night. Cuz you know what that Seriously. Yeah. Oh my god. Can
0: Let's, we, be, real. Get, Let's yeah, be real. Let's be real. Yeah, we get back
3: to uh, and I hear something that uh, and you would probably be able to um acknowledge this. There is something so very attractive about a guy who is honest about who
1: he is absolutely and you know that's what attracted me to my husband you know that what you see is what you get and again you have to taper your style to that person that you're with some people are more introversion some are more extroversions and so he and I both are extroversions, so I could handle it but you're absolutely right it's important again when you're dealing with the demographics of you know 37 age group of 37 on up uh, I personally don't want to play any more games
0: yeah and if
1: if i'm if i wasn't looking for a relationship and looking for a fun friend then i would tell people that but if i am looking for a relationship i would want that person to be um, honest with me as well
2: as you get older you kind of your level for bs gets too high and you're like i'm I'm just done i I don't have any time for that right you know and what you were saying earlier about you know what you want a front i love it my wife tells me exactly what we need to know no, no lies. No, and our friends are the same way. Absolutely, I love it that I can talk to my friends, you know, directly and say, "Hey, I have an issue. You know, what is it?" And you the, they go, "Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> drink some more wine. Stop it." <laughs> That's or right, you're like, oh, right. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah.
3: It's 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 so funny. I think there's so much that gets caught up in. I mean, you've got these reality TV shows. You've got, I mean, The Simpsons. What oh, they did. Man to the whole thought process of what a relationship. I mean, somebody should be shot. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was funny, but it there's a lot of things that have come along that have really confused people on how they're supposed to interact with each other. And I, th- I love your phrase, you've got to get back to the basics. Yep, get back to the basics. That's what we do. Well, we are going to invite Sean to come back over so that we can try his red and have him tell us a little bit about this fantastic um, location that we are sitting here in. Um, again, it's this, I, I would call it a hidden little gem. Um, yes. He's got, uh, they've got their barrel room in the back, and I know that they've done tastings at Passport. They did a tasting back there. And um, then out here, they've got barrels, they've got a tasting bar. Um, they have a joint business where you can also come in and buy these fantastic stoves. Um, that's for another show, They're though. Beautiful. <laughs> They're beautiful. <laughs> They're absolutely amazing. beautiful.
1: Honey, I want one.
3: So, Sean, tell us a little bit about this wine, and then tell us how you got started and, and um, you know, what what's so unique about you guys that, that people literally will come searching for you. Well, I, think... I know, the mic on thing.
4: <laughs> I think that um, one of the main things that uh, makes us unique is we don't really tout a lot about ourselves. We just, um, we've always had the feeling here that we let the wine do the talking for us, and... Um it goes hand in hand with being kind of off the beaten track here in Woodenville. We don't really want to be or uh you know, be in high traffic areas here. Um, so I really like this area a lot and I think that people that come to us are coming here for a reason, um, because people have told them to come here or they've been here before. Um so, you know, uh I learned that from the Beginnings when I first got into the business and I started to learn how to make wine overseas. I worked in Australia for a number of years and um, lived in California, a lot of the different wine regions, um, and just kind of learned as I went along. And this was a perfect state to um, make wine in and see all the different uh, wineries. I think that we were number 12 winery here in Woodenville back in the day, and now there's close to 100 Um,
3: So now we're the geezers here. The
1: geezers. (laughs)
4: Um, We only make about 4,000 cases. Uh, The the second wine that we're pouring here is actually what we call our flagship wine called Indomitable.
3: Um, I love the name.
4: Yes, it means the top, not to be outdone, not to be dominated. Um, So it's really a collection every year of our very best barrels that I produce Um, that are what we call Bordeaux varietals. So they would be uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, Merlot, Malbec, or Petit Verdot. Um, This blend for us has never had Petit Verdot in it, Um, but in years it'll be different blends. It's all about what is the best of that vintage. Um, 2009 was a pretty hot vintage for us. it's too early to tell right now, but uh 2013 is starting to look exactly like that.
3: Is that, that, is that the one that my husband came in here and just about died over?
4: The Reserve Cabernet, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um very very hot year. We had 107 degree temperatures here in Woodinville a couple of days in a row.
3: Wow. wow. Um
4: so that was That's melting a lot of Seattle people. <laughs> um, but it's a wine that basically we've had in, uh, we have it in oak casks. This is part of the unique answer. Um, we have this in oak casks, usually not 100%, for about two years, and then we let it sit in the bottle for a year and a half before we even um, release it to the public.
3: Oh, wow. So you literally get this. this one sits. Now, I don't remember if I had asked you before, but um, on a wine like this, how, can, how long can you let it lie?
4: Well, this wine is uh, meant to be, um, you know, it's our version of the very best of Washington. So I think technically it's meant when we release it, we have that additional bottle aging there. Um, it drinks well young, but it's meant to age uh, a good 10 years, 15 oh, years I love or that. so. No, yeah. And I think we're still young enough of a of a state right now that we really don't have – Exactly clear ideas of how long some of these wines are going to last, right, um I just had a two thousand two Washington wine the other day that tasted very young.
3: That's amazing. That's amazing, well, and it's funny because I know um having taken a blending class before, one of the things they talked about is there's two different blenders, one who blends for wine to drink now, which is predominantly what Washington is. I think it's in the high nineties of of um wine producers who whose main goal is to to make wine that is going to be drank today. And if I remember correctly, I think the average age of a bottle after you um, buy it in Washington is like 12 hours to drinking it.
4: Uh, I haven't heard that before, but there's certainly different levels of the wine industry. There's um, wines today that are being uh, produced mostly just in kegs um, for bars, um, so there's people that are just selling off wine in a keg form.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. we tried a couple of those. Those are really interesting. That's kind of a new age thing that they're trying to do is uh, do the keg thing. As you being in the state, you know, when you first started, there were only four AVAs. AVAs are viniculture areas. There's a new one that was added three months ago, four months ago, I could be wrong, called Ancient Valley AVA. So we're just growing and really expanding on our wine here in Washington State, mm-hmm. especially where now we used to be where, like, I'm going to blend it with Merlot and a Cap Franc or whatever. Now they're starting to blend single varieties with different areas of the state. So we're going to have a single variety Merlot, but we're going to add Rattlesnake Hills and Red Mountain. I think that's what you were saying you were doing with your white, correct?
4: Yeah, we actually have um, on our release party coming up here on June 15th, um, we have a Chardonnay that will be our first Chardonnay we've ever made here, which is from the Columbia Valley ABA, but it's from a very special area called Connor Lee, um right. which is a really wonderful vineyard there for Chardonnay. Um we make this in a French style without any oak on it. So uh we're really excited about that coming out. Well
3: we're I have to say we feel very privileged to have been able to come in and try your wines and um like I said my husband absolutely adored your red so we bought some and we literally we literally um laid it out where there's two bottles we get to drink in the next six months and then two we get to drink the next six months after that and we have I think two or four that we put away for five years because we love that We, we that's part of what I was training to do originally was I wanted to get my sommelier and um, you know, thinking about how they do it in the old country, where you you lay it down so that your kids are the ones who are drinking it, or your grandchildren. Cool. is. So it's it's fun to to know of a winery here that is local that has that the wine has the ability to lay for a decade or more.
4: Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. Okay, let's see here. Wow, it has been a little bit crazy. The call-in was not what I had expected. It was funny. And my listeners, you guys are going to laugh at me, but we've gone so long with not having people call in that I don't always look down at the chat page. And so I just happened to look down, and there were three callers. And so the two that called that we didn't get to, I apologize. Um, We don't have anybody up right now, so if you wanted to try to call in, you definitely could. Um, for those of you who have been noticing that some of it has been hard to hear, some of our speakers, we're going to be redownloading the show, and the backup will have clear sound with everybody. We're still trying to figure out what's going on with that. So if anybody has any tech specialists that um, want to come by for a bottle of wine to trade and help us out, we would love it. <laughs> um, we're going to move on here and chat real quick about our uh, one of our topics. Um, dealing with social media. Uh, a lot of people, whether you be young or old, are still uh, finding themselves very much overwhelmed with all the different types of social media. Um, I've had people ask me, you know, what am I supposed to do with a Twitter account? <laughs> you know, what, a Facebook, MySpace, uh, Pinterest, you've got OpenTable, Google Places, Foursquare, LinkedIn, Yelp. People start to go, okay, so at what point do you stop? Um, each one of these venues is created to address a certain type of lifestyle or to share it within a certain way. And so one of the things I wanted to chat a little bit about is uh, knowing what kind of information you want or that you want to put out there. Um, Understand the platforms. So do a little bit of research, figure out what platforms you can relate to. If uh, you go and look at your kid's Twitter and you read it and you don't understand it, uh, probably not a platform you're going to want to mess with, if unless you're going to spend out that time to really get to know and understand the shortcuts and the hashtags and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Understand more than just everyone says I should have that account. Just because somebody has a Facebook account doesn't True. mean you need to have a yeah. Facebook account. You know, what is your purpose for having your social media? Um, Facebook has been is probably the most one of the most generalized. Uh, platforms in which you can connect with old friends, you can um, prevent businesses, if you're classy about it, without getting blocked um, You know, knowing, understanding that there is a generalization there try to stay positive with it, with, with whatever it is that you're doing because uh, understand that, that there is the ability for people to block you and shut you off, so it kind of defeats the purpose of putting all the energy into getting your social media set up. Um, also think about how much time do you want to spend on the social media? Uh, Oh, this is cool. Jason just handed me a cool little uh, The Best and Worst Times to Post. I'll let you tell them about that in a minute. We'll we'll go over a couple of those. Um, some platforms are a lot more labor-intensive, so understand oh, what, uh, what it's going to entail before you just go up and get an account. You can usually play, I guess, or act as a guest on quite a few of them before you sign in to an account.
1: Right, I agree with that, too, just finding your platform. You know your identity, too. Um, I don't care for Twitter. I don't get it.
2: Twitter, and it's funny because um,
3: it's that's going to fall into what we're going to talk about here in just a second, but you want to be aware of who you expose yourself to, different platforms located to certain types of demographics or thought processes. If you're a recluse, you're probably not going to want to get on Twitter because you're not going to want everybody up in your business. Um, Twitter is a very unique thing. I had my kids actually asking me, you know, why a Twitter account? And I said, well, originally tweets were for the, the celebrities to be able to get a point across Absolutely. or be able to say, hey, you know, my concert over here is going great, or I just, you know, unfortunately, some of the boasting, you know, I'm over the yeah. Chanel, you know, buying a handbag, because it was that inquirer thought process. And it's quick. It's quick. quick. And now Twitter has actually grown up from what it originally, and it's been able to, people have been able to use it to enhance the community, to let people know quickly about things. Mm -hmm. Um, The news has been able to use it to let people know that there's, you know, an accident or there's an Amber Alert. Right. So social media has a lot of positives to it. You just have to figure out, you know, how to to kind of work your way through those waters. And just like learning how to swim, you have to get in the water.
2: Right. And the thing about, when you write about a water, they have to realize that it's fluid. It's fluid, and it moves. And ever-moving and Mm ever-changing, yeah. That comes with the wind of post.
1: Teenagers really love Twitter. They do. They do. Well, some of them. Some of them. Okay, my kids love Twitter over Facebook.
3: Um, If you are going to find yourself on a lot of social media platforms because you feel like your business or your social life dictates that, or you would like to, there are a number of different um, companies that can link those for you. So, for instance, uh, if I throw a tweet out, it will hit my Facebook Mm -hmm. And um, I think I have it set up where it will hit another one of my social media. So you can get the information on multiple platforms. But, again, it just takes some setup and understanding. Yep. Um, and finally, uh, whatever you do, keep it positive. Amen. Too many people are wasting too much time. Uh, they forget that without being the benefit of being in front of people – They have to be able to understand your words, and if you don't understand the basic fundamentals of the English language or whatever language you happen to be typing in, how that is going to be portrayed, you're going to get misunderstood a lot, and again, you're going to get blocked, so don't waste your energy, don't waste your time, again, like we were saying earlier about the whole relationship thing, step back, take a deep breath, Um, don't text Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or anything without... Reading it back. And if you're not quite sure about the content, take it over to a friend. You know, send it to a friend and say, How does this read to you? This is what I'm trying to say. Is this how it's coming across? Because you're losing all that emotion. You're losing eighty percent of your communication because they literally can't
1: see you or hear the flux of your voice. And you can't take it back because you can't it's always it saved on there. even if you delete it, there's always a way to find it. Well, it's
3: just like this whole Snapchat thing, you know, the reason it was created was was to be that so you could send those pictures without risk of other people seeing oh, them saved somewhere. Oh, Well, you can. They've they've learned. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can back that stuff up. And but there's also telltales on you now too.
2: Yep. There used to be don't drinking now. Now it's don't drinking text. It's very exactly. True. And you know one thing about yeah. social. One thing about social media, you don't have to do it all. I've got a sheet here. It's got Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Plus, and uh, Pinterest. And then there's three or four more that you can get on. If you take one and handle it well, only. You know, don't, you know, feel that you have to do every single one if you're not going to do it well. Because if you don't do it well, they think you don't do your job well or your interest or whatever.
3: Whatever social media you decide to come across on, um, people are going to make opinions and and judgments off of how you're presenting yourself. So just recognize that you're putting yourself out there, and anytime you do, you're putting yourself at risk. So uh, do a good job of protecting yourself and, and making sure that the exposure is what you need it to be and what you want it to be um there are a lot of really strange people out there and, and it's recorded it's <laughs> and once it's been typed up it's out there it and not there. there's not a blessed thing you can do about it so
0: yeah so can I disagree respectfully <laughs> i um i think that there are that there are some platforms that are the the place to be transparent and let people know who you are. And I don't think it's realistic for anyone to expect that everyone's in a good mood 100% of the time. So I know that, for example, on on my Facebook, I've got almost 5,000 Facebook friends. And one thing that um, I've gotten a lot of feedback on is that people believe they know me. Because I do put it on there when if I'm having a bad day or, if, you know, something frustrating is going on. I share that candidly. And so when I meet people that I've never met in person, they, they always tell me, I feel like I know you. Yeah. I feel like you're a real person, you know, because I because I am candid. I mean, I don't air dirty laundry. Don't get me wrong. You know, not right, every right. time I get into an argument with my husband. But I mean, to some extent, I think it's important to show that vulnerability also and not um – not make yourself seem so unreal as a person, you know, to where people then are afraid to that they can't relate to you, so they're afraid to approach you in public sometimes.
3: Well, I don't think it's a negative to say, you know, I've had a bad day. Sure. I, I sure really, it's you. like yeah. the other day I posted, you have no idea. <laughs> that was all I posted. It was, you have no idea. You know, and people who know me, that I got messages on them back um, because, you know, sometimes you do. The, the cool thing about social media is you do make connections sometimes across the United States, sometimes across mm-hmm. the world, yeah. um, and you build relationships slowly. And there is no other way to reach out. So right. you can phrase things in, in a way that allows you to to um, state those emotions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: But I, I guess kind of what I'm trying to say is you don't... <laughs> You don't want people to feel like you're barfing on them all the time.
0: Definitely, so, not. So right? My, my, right.
3: My Absolutely. My thought is, is if you, a news feed comes up, and every time you see this person, they're spewing. <laughs> yes. Um, you, you know, <laughs> you've gotta, you've gotta be aware of that content and how it's coming across. Uh, the the terminology "content" is coming more and more apparent on a day-to-day basis, where it right. used to be just primarily an advertising term. Content is now the only way that we. The, not the only way, but one a, a large percentage of how people perceive us or get to know us. She's, she's a life coach, let me tell you. <laughs> well, with our show going national, we have started pulling all of our local events onto our Facebook pages, so be sure to check them out for um, social events throughout the week. You can go to LB Duchess or Socially Savvy um, Eastside Events and Entertainment to get the lowdown on what's going on in the greater Eastside Seattle area. We want to thank our sponsors of today's show, um, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Girlie Girl Wines, Gunnar Nordstrom's, Woodenville Wine Cellars as our wine sponsor and location sponsor, Make It a Great Date, and Advanced Skin and Body Solutions. We're going to be ending tonight's show with a glass of uh, the fabulous Woodenville wine here and visiting with our guests. So we want to remind you all to subscribe to the Socially Savvy Show to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our savvy sponsors. Make all the events that you attend better because you were there. And have a socially
0: savvy week, everyone.